Kids love movies. If you're a young person who can't see or can't see well, Audio Description provides access to the visual images that sighted kids enjoy. The benefits of Audio Description in Education Baby Contest, sponsored by ACB's Audio Description Project and the Described and Captioned Media Program, wants those kids to experience Audio Description and then tell us about it. You have a chance to win prizes for yourself and your teacher. Just go to www.dcmp.org slash learn slash 658 to enter. And keep on enjoying audio description. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone. I'm Jeannie, and... You are listening to It's Electric, and some of you are here with me on the call through Zoom, either on your computers or your phones, and we welcome all of you, whether you're listening as this is taking place on a very wintry night in many parts of the United States, or perhaps you're listening later if this is rebroadcast, but welcome to all. We talk about small kitchen electric appliances, anything you want to talk about. Uh, If you have questions about air fryers, instant pots, if you have tips that you want to share, or some other appliance. You know, there are other appliances out there besides just air fryers and instant pots. I think sometimes people think I don't really believe that, but I do. So... Let's get started. Welcome to everyone. Do we have anyone on the call who is with us for the, oh, and before I ask that, um, I want to thank Doug, our streamer, and I want to also thank Chanel, who is our host tonight. So is there anyone else joining us who is new? You've never been on It's Electric before. If you would, please introduce yourself now. Any new folks? You may have to unmute yourself. If you'd like, I can provide the reminders for how to mute and unmute. Oh, yes. If anyone is wondering. All right. So to mute and, um, and unmute, it is a toggle. On the PC, you will use alt a, and to raise a hand, you will use Alt-Y. If you're on a Mac, press Command-Shift-A for the mute-unmute toggle, and Option-Y for the raised hand. If you're on the iPhone app, find the mute button in the bottom lower left-hand corner of your phone, or if you wish to raise a hand, go to the More button in the bottom right and look for the raise hand button. And finally, on the telephone, press star six to mute and unmute and star nine to raise a hand. Thank you. All right. Now, did y'all get that? I'm going to give a test at the end, so I hope everyone will pass. No, not really. Okay. So we have evidently, so far, no one is new. If you are new, go ahead and speak up. I'm Barb. Okay, Barb, is this your first time? It is. All right. Well, welcome. And where do you live, Miss Barb, if you don't mind us asking? Virginia. 
All right. Welcome, Virginia. Okay. Do you have snow there? Not in my, not, not where I live, no. All it's right. It's just 37 or 38, but no snow. All right. Well, good for you. Is there, welcome. Is there anyone else who's new? Jeannie, I can't remember if I've ever been on this before on a call. I've listened to it on the radio. This is Vicki from Utah. Okay. Hi, Vicki. I, I can't remember if you've been with it. I don't think you have. I I, I don't think so. Well, welcome. I've been and on back. your knitting one, but not yes, this one. Yes, I, I, I know. She's a wonderful knitter. She's very experienced and teaches knitting, so she's very talented. I, I do know this. Anyone else that's new? Annalie. Is it Natalie? No, it's Annalie. Annalie. Okay. Yeah. And where are you from, Annalie? I'm from Florida, and I don't think I've been on this one. I've been on a couple of other cooking ones, but I don't think this one. I don't think you have. I don't recall your name. Well, welcome, and I wish I were in Florida right now. (laughs) Yes, it's rather warm. It hasn't gotten above freezing since last Thursday night in Nashville, Tennessee. So there you go. We have lots of snow in Utah. Ah, so you're in Utah. Okay, I I hadn't remembered where you were. Wow. Yeah, and and I have a sister who lives in Nevada, which, of course, is close to Utah. And she said that last week they got more snow than she's ever seen, and she's lived there for several years. So Mr. Winter is really taking his toll. I guess the groundhog was right when he said we'd have six more weeks of winter. He wasn't kidding. All right, and welcome to all of you, new and old. We're glad to have you here. Um, One of the things that we do talk about is, of course, the Instant Pot, because there's a lot to talk about. They're great little tools, but there's lots of learning when you first get one. And I think we actually have some Instant Pot questions. So, Vicki, do you want to go ahead and ask your questions? Yeah, I want to know how to cook regular oatmeal and regular rice in the Instapot. Okay. Um, For your regular rice, you have one of two ways that you can do it. And we're talking about, I assume, the white rice. Yes. First of all, one thing you need to know about rice, and you may already know this, Vicki, if you've been using your Instapot, is you don't use as much liquid in the instant pot with your rice as you would on the stove. You know, when we cook it on the stove, we have to use like two to two and a half times as much liquid as we do rice. But in the instant pot, you can use equal amounts, or a lot of us like to just use slightly more liquid. For example, if I were making rice to go with my supper tonight, I would use one cup of rice and maybe one and a fourth cups of either water or broth. Oftentimes people use broth because that gives it a little more flavor. Then you have one of two ways that you can cook it. You can either cook it on the rice setting, which makes it come out wonderful. If you do that, once it comes to pressure, and if you're not familiar with the Instant Pot, after you get it all set up, and you push the buttons to make it do what you want it to do, it, it isn't immediately up to pressure. It has, has to build the pressure, and the liquid that's inside the Instant Pot 
is what helps it build that pressure. So you do have to have a minimum amount of liquid. And I'll talk about that in a minute if y'all don't let me forget. Um, so once it builds up the pressure, when it gets there, it will do one beep. And that means, okay, I'm up to pressure. If you're using the rice setting, it will then cook for 12 minutes and then it will do several beeps, which is telling you it's done. Or you can do it on pressure cook, which defaults to high, and then just do it for five to six minutes, depending on how well done you like your rice. So you do have a choice there. But I kind of like the rice setting because you can just, either way you can walk away, but the rice setting you have time to go and maybe do a couple of other things if you want to and yeah that's 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 nice so um if you are doing brown rice um unfortunately the rice setting i don't think can be changed from the 12 minutes so when i do brown rice just in case anybody wants to do that i use high pressure and i cook it for about 20 minutes with about a five-minute natural pressure release. So I may be throwing out things that people who aren't accustomed to the Instant Pot don't understand. When something is done, you can either do what's called a quick release, where you move the little valve and release all the pressure immediately. You can do a natural pressure release, and it can either be partial or full, where you let the pressure release on its own, and then eventually um, you can go ahead and release the rest of it if there's still some left. Or you can do a full um, pressure, you know, natural pressure release, where you do wait until all the pressure has totally gone out. And when the pressure is totally gone, there's a little round metal piece, and that will drop down, and you'll hear it drop down if you're close to the Instant Pot. If you're two rooms away, you wouldn't hear it drop down. But if you're in the room with it, you'll hear it drop down. It's just a little metallic-sounding noise. And then, you know, the pressure's down. One nice thing about the Instant Pot and probably the other brands of multi-cookers with pressure cookers is that it will not let you open it until all the pressure is gone. And so don't try to do that because that is a safety feature and, you know, you don't want to hurt yourself. So don't try to force it to open before it's ready. Um, Okay, so oatmeal... You want, if you're using old-fashioned oats, you want to use, uh, uh, where to go? I've got it written down here. Um, Old-fashioned oats. One part oats. Oh, here we go. One part oats to two parts water and high pressure for four to five minutes. Four to five minutes, not 45. <laughs> when I said it, I thought, oh, that might be misheard or something. So high pressure for four to five minutes, and then you can do a quick release. So again, this is your old-fashioned oats. Not your quick cooking, but the old-fashioned one-part oatmeal to two parts 
water, so one cup oatmeal to two cups water. And I mixed it up a little, and if you want to kind of make sure that nothing is going to stick, I always put just a little sliver or two of butter in there, too, and that just kind of keeps things from sticking. Steel-cut oats really turn out great in the Instant Pot. I don't know, Vicki, if you've ever tried steel-cut oats, but it's one part oats to three parts water, high pressure for four to five minutes, then do a natural release for 10 minutes. So did you get all that? Hello? Am I still here? Oops. Okay. Uh, If y'all can hear me, I think my... Oh, good. Okay. Are you there? I'm I'm here. Are you there, Vicki? Did you get all that? This is Travis. What? This is Travis Sittler. Hi, Travis. Hi. I'm one of the new members of the group. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Actually, um, I... This is interesting. So, you're saying... um, the Instapot is user-friendly for any of us blind individuals. Is that right? I think it is. It depends on which model you get. Um, okay, some models... Like, pardon me? Okay, like, what's the difference when you say what model? Like, okay, like, what model's the most user-friendly for somebody like us? I recommend any model that says Duo, D-U-O, Instant Pot Duo, and generally there's the Duo plus seven, the Duo plus nine, and now there's the new Duo Nova. And the Duo Nova has a little added extra feature where when you push the pressure button, you know, because you want to cook something on high pressure, it automatically moves the little valve on top to pressure instead of, or, or sealing, they call it sealing, instead of venting. So you don't have to mess with that. But, you know, it's no big deal to reach up there and, and move it. You know, it depends on whether it's on sale or what the price is. The Duo 7 Plus might be cheaper because it's an older model. But um, I think those are the most accessible models. Okay. You know, it's, I'm glad. Um, I hope this is okay because so when, they, when, they were t- when someone was telling me what was going on, I thought, you know what, let me check this out because I just came back from the community call that was an hour ago. And um, I just thought, you know, because I'm going to be getting my own place soon, maybe, maybe I might need one of those. And also me being certified in appliances, this is actually fascinating for my needs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I like that. I like that. Do you do Facebook, Travis? I do Facebook. Yes, I, yes, I do. Okay. For all of you, I have a Facebook group. And okay. Any of you are invited to join if you'd like. It's called All, A-L-L, Text, T-E-X-T, Small Kitchen Electrics. And that's where you can ask all the questions that you have about the Instant Pot or the air fryer or the slow cooker or the microwave or the mixer, whatever you want to talk about. We talk about small kitchen electric appliances, and there are no images. It's all text. So anyone who's on on Facebook, please feel free to join us. You know what? I will look. I'll look you up, and I will make sure that I uh, follow you. on, on this uh, page, basically. Okay, will, sounds good. 
Now, what is your name? Who am I speaking to? I'm Jeannie. Jeannie. Okay. Yeah, I'm Jeannie. Some okay. people call me the Instant Pot Queen. Can you believe that? Okay, perfect. Anyway. Excellent. I love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much. This will be helpful, especially with the local group I'm involved in. I, you know what? I will pass this on to one of my local groups I'm involved in, too, and everything. I, I will totally pass this on. Okay. This and is excellent. For different groups, I have done kitchen presentations and all that good stuff. So, hey. You know what? I love this. I, I This is great. Okay. So, uh, uh, a couple of minutes ago, guys, I was carrying on, and I think my computer muted itself. It does that sometimes. Um, Vicki, did I give you all the information you need on the oatmeal? Do we still have Vicki? Oh, good. Okay. All right. Well, hope, hopefully she got it. And if not, she, she'll probably be at knitting tomorrow, and she can let me know. All right, so let's see. When I started talking about the rice, there was something else I said I was going to mention. What was it? Do you remember? Hmm. Jeannie, you gave me everything I needed. Oh, good. Okay, Vicki, good. My day. iPad went, I don't know why it muted itself, but it did. Yeah, well, <laughs> see, I don't know why my computer muted itself. So anyway, but at least everybody heard me. That's good. Okay. Yes. All right. So, Miss Peggy, I know you're here. Yes. And my question is, so Peggy is in my Instant Pot group. Well, my, my not my Instant Pot, my Facebook group. Yes. She is one of my loyal members, and she's a, a loyal person to come to this group. And for Christmas, for a couple of my friends who are blind and have Instant Pots, I made Braille cookbooks for them. I, you know, I thought that would be fun. Just get some of my favorite recipes and stick them in a book because they have instant pots, but they haven't found as many recipes as I have. And I did that. Well, one of them had a friend visit and he said, can I borrow your book? And she was very smart and said, no, you can't take it with you back to Chicago. <laughs> you know, so Anyway, he was there for a few days, and they sat down, and one would read, and the other would write the recipes in a format so that he could then later send it to an embosser and emboss them and have his Braille copy, which I thought was really cool. So I asked her to send me the file as well, and then for those who read Braille, I offered the file through my group. And, and told the people who wanted it that I would send it to them. So, Peggy, what do you think of the file? Have you had a chance to look at it? Yeah, I did. It looks good. Um, and it, it, it's great to have the recipes because sometimes I'll, uh, you've posted so many, you know, on, on Facebook, which I've tried many of them and really enjoyed them. Uh-huh. But, you know, sometimes you don't want to have to go back and try to find it on Facebook. So right. it's easier to just, you know open it up and look in there. So I'm enjoying it. Oh, good. Okay. So, so Jeannie, is it possible to get a copy of the file? Yes, ma'am. Just um, send me your email, and I'm the president of the Tennessee chapter. So if anybody wants to get the file so that you can put it in Braille or, or just hear it through audio, whatever you want to do, although it's set up, for braille like it will say one c for one cup or um 
one half LB for one half pound, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, for anyone who wants it, and I will say right here, these are not recipes that are all original of mine. Some of them are original, but some of them I've gotten from other sources. So they are not to be published or anything like that. I don't have permission to do that. But um, if you want the file, just send an email to president at tn-acb.org. President at tn-acb.org. And we'll go from there. Either that or if you're in my Facebook group, um, you can message me on Facebook. Or if you're my Facebook friend, you can message me on Facebook. I have your regular email address. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. If you have my regular email, absolutely. So. Okay. Okay. So... Are there any questions now that we've talked some about the Instant Pot? And, and we don't have to stick to the Instant Pot. If you want to go in another direction, we can do that. I don't uh, know. Yes, it's, uh, this is Mitch. Hey, Mitch, how are you? And where are you from? I'm from Bakersfield. Okay. All right. Uh, what are, uh-huh. You think you can put a link to your great group on that ACB's Facebook group so other people can find you? Oh, the ACB community group? Yeah, I think you can put a link in there for your... Sure, I think I've done it before, but, you know, I should probably do it more often. Good idea. Thank you. I will. And uh, can you explain about the air fryer in case my buddy Travis doesn't know what that is? Well, I can. (laughs) That, That could take a while. Okay, so the air fryer, basically, for you and your buddy Travis and everyone else who's listening, is... A wonderful appliance. It comes in lots of different sizes and lots of different, I can't think of the word. I'm not being very articulate tonight, Um, but lots of different forms. For example, Peggy and I both have an air fryer convection toaster oven. So I like appliances that will do lots of things. Now, there are some that will only do one thing, you know, but but I like appliances that can do lots of things. So my Instant Pot can um, cook things under pressure. It can be a rice cooker. It can be a yogurt maker. And my air fryer toaster oven can air fry and bake and convection bake and broil and convection broil and keep warm. So I like the appliances that can do lots of different things. But then there are also air fryers that are standalone air fryers. And I think, Barb, is yours a standalone air fryer? I think, Barb, I don't know if you're muted or not, but Barb just got a Ninja air fryer today. And in a lot of air fryers, even though they're standalone air fryers, you can air fry or bake or roast. It, it just depends on the model. But they have at air frying itself is being able to cook things so they come out crispy, but you don't have to cook them in a vat full of fat, you know, or oil. You don't have to deep fat fry them. You can just spritz a little bit of oil on them and cook them in the air fryer and they come out crispy. French fries, chicken nuggets, 
um, or chicken tenders. I cook steak in my air fryer oven now all the time. I, I don't do it in my regular oven anymore. I do it in my air fryer oven. Baked potatoes, pizza, all kinds of things. So that's what an air fryer is. And if you're looking to get appliances for a new apartment or something like that, again, you might want to get something that's multi-purpose. You can also get an instant pot if you get the six or eight quart model you can get an air fryer lid for it and now instant pot makes their own for a while when they didn't some of us used a brand called melthy it's like healthy with or yeah healthy with an m instead of an h on it and the the main disadvantage is instant pots and the baskets that go in them are round and some air fryer baskets are round I personally think you get more bang for your buck if you get a square or rectangular basket. Just because um, if you have a square or rectangle, you can utilize more of the space than you can with a circle. So that's your short answer on what's an air fryer, and I welcome questions. Uh, this is Barb. Mine is a standalone. I am sort of vacillating between, I don't know yet, but in any case, I'll, it said one recipe had baked apples in there. Yum, it sounded good. Yeah, you could do that. Sure. Yeah. And something about the recipes, and I don't know if you've done this, Barb, maybe you have. Either someone has read some of the recipes to you, or since... Um, many of us do use computers. Generally now, screen readers have improved to the point that we can generally read PDFs with them unless they're all images. So there are websites where if you know the brand and model of your appliance, you can find the manual online. And if, if you have a Victor or a voice recorder, you know, a digital voice recorder, then you can just play the manual and record it, and you always have it. That's what I did. I, I have the Victor Reader Stream, and my manuals are in audio on my Victor Reader Stream on one of my SD cards. So, Yeah, I have a Victor. Oh, good. Okay. So, all right. Any questions? Okay, a couple of questions here. Okay, go ahead, Travis. Okay, so it's called All Text Ball Kitchen Electrics, correct? Uh-huh. Okay, great. I'll look for that page on Facebook. Now, my biggest question I do have when it comes to, say, the um, air fryer, the toaster oven and all, the cladding on the exterior doesn't get really hot, does it? No. I mean, you know, you're not, you know, you can you can touch it, Um you know, you wouldn't want to put your hands there and leave them the whole time, but you wouldn't need to do that. No. I have, I have never burned myself on my air fryer toaster oven. I'm and, glad to know that because... And I, I use it almost every day. Okay, because I actually am... Um, I, I didn't have a good experience with a toaster oven once, actually. It was something that I won at my company Christmas party several years ago. Um, it was not the air fryer type. It was just a cheap Black & Decker. 
Mm-hmm. And that thing, I I had to throw that thing out because that thing just got really hot in the exterior. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I have no confidence in this thing. I can't okay. use this. Yeah, I have zero I think, confidence. I think you'll be able, like, if you were to get the air fryer toaster oven that Peggy and I have, which is, for all those who may not know, the regulars have heard this over and over and over again because we love them. The Cuisinart T, as in Tom, O-A-60. Cuisinart T-O-A-60. It's analog, which means it has knobs, so you don't have to worry about digital and trying Mm -hmm. to figure that out. And we love ours. Um, And it's big enough. Travis, I don't know how old you are. You sound really young, though. Uh, I'm almost 34, actually. Oh, my gosh, Travis. I thought mm-hmm. you were like 20 or something. Woo. No, no, but some people do say, do you sound young and look young? You do sound young, yeah. Okay. Thanks. Well, now the world knows we thought he was 20 and he's 34. Okay, but that's all right. <laughs> but um, if if there's a certain brand of frozen pizza you like, as long as it's no bigger than 12 inches, if you have the Cuisinart TOA 60 air fryer toaster oven, you can just pop that pizza right into that air fryer and cook it. So. You know what? I will totally um, recommend it, especially being in the, the appliance field front and everything. I will totally, you know, you use that. You know, what you told me basically. Yeah. Wow. But Peggy, what, do you, what would you tell Travis about the air fryer toaster oven? Yeah, I've, I've never really burned myself. I mean, you have to be kind of careful um, yes. on the shelf and things, but the outside does not get real hot. I mean, it's, um, I wouldn't leave a plastic bag on top of it no. or anything like no, that. No, I mean, it gets no. a little warm, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's really not a problem. And uh, the tray pulls out a little bit, so you can pull the tray out and then get the stuff without having to put your hand, you know, inside the unit, so... And, and just, I can have oven mitts too. Basically. Yeah, well, I was yeah, going to say, yeah, as a safety yeah. precaution, you want to have something like oven mitts or gloves. Yeah, on your hands. yeah. I like the gloves where all my fingers can wiggle. Yeah, one from those okay. are the best. Yeah. yeah. So, but no, you'd never. Once it's been cooking, you wouldn't want to reach in there with ungloved hands. Oh no. gosh. No. <laughs> oh man. So we've been so talking. How you, so how would you yeah. clean these devices? How would you clean? Oh, well, that's that's easy. Um, of course, you have the main oven, but the air fryer, if you're talking about this partic- particular one or any yeah. of them. Yeah, I'm talking about this particular brand. Okay. This particular one, you can remove the rack, you can remove the tray and the basket, and you can remove the crumb tray. And then you would unplug it if you want to clean the interior of the main oven. But all the other parts are removable. They do say, and I find this interesting, the directions say for the TOA 60 not to put the tray and the basket in the dishwasher. I'm not totally sure why they say that. And at first I didn't do it. I would always wash it by hand and it was generally easy. It wasn't one of those things that was a big hassle. But then I started putting it in the dishwasher. And as far as I'm concerned, it does fine. Now let's say you get a Toa 60 and you're thinking, well, 
I'm not going to put these in the dishwasher since it says not to, but I sure wish I had a dishwasher safe tray and basket. Well, then you just go to Cuisinart and you order under replacement parts, you order the tray and basket for the TOA 65, which is their digital version, because those are dishwasher safe. They say it's okay to put them in the dishwasher, but I put the old ones in the dishwasher too. So I'm a rebel. What can I say? So since we're talking a little about, oh, and Travis, I want to tell you this. If it's just you, I don't know if it's just you or, or even if it's you and one other person, if you're not going to be cooking for big crowds, you might want to get a three-quart model of the Instant Pot. It comes in three-quart, six-quart, eight-quart, and the Nova also comes in ten-quart. So if there's anyone who's listening or on here that has a huge family, you can go up as high as you want to go and have an Instant Pot to please all. But I have the three-quart and the six-quart and the three-quart will really do a lot of food. It's my husband and me, or I, whatever is grammatically correct. I'm getting too old to worry about that. But anyway, <laughs> I used to be a horrible gramophobe, drove people crazy. But um, it's just the two of us, and I can fix a meal or a dish in my three-quart instant pot, and we can have it for one meal and then have leftovers for another meal. It's that good. So um, if you get an instant pot and it's just you or maybe you and one other person and you're not going to be entertaining a lot, a three quart will really meet your needs. And then one of the things I have found that I like to do is use my instant pot for food prep and then maybe use another appliance as well. So I wanted to tell you all about what I made yesterday. Has anybody had, and do you like, enchilada casserole? Yes, I like it. (laughs) Some people call it king ranch casserole. I've heard it called chicken caliente. But anyway, it's really good. And my husband and I love it. But all my recipes for it, said, you know, do this and put in a 9 by 13 pan. Well, I love my uh, air fryer oven, but it won't hold a 9 by 13 pan. So I decided I was going to fix that. I was going to make my recipe, or, you know, make it so that I'd be able to fix it in my air fryer. And I figured out that I would use either an 8-inch or 9-inch square pan or dish, And here is where, if you're using an air fryer um, that has the square or rectangular basket, of course, you'd want to make sure that the pan would fit in the basket, because in this case, you would be baking. But it called for cooked chicken, so I took three frozen, did y'all hear that? Three frozen chicken breasts, I put them in my air fryer. I put about a cup of water on them and my seasonings, and then I cooked them for about 15 minutes and then did a 
I think it was a 10-minute pressure release, you know, natural pressure release, and then release the rest of the pressure, except there wasn't any left. And then I shred my chicken. After that, I mixed a can of cream of mushroom or cream of chicken soup, a half a cup of chicken broth, a small can of chopped green chilies, and my chicken. Then you lay, you take two eight inch tortillas and you tear them into strips and lay those on the bottom of the pan. And I did grease the pan, by the way. And then you put half of the sauce and a half a cup of cheese, two more tortillas that are torn into strips, a half or the rest of the sauce, the rest of the cheese, or another half cup of cheese. And then top it off with one tortilla that you tear into strips. And then just so it won't be totally dry, the little bit of sauce that was left in my pan, I put on top of that and sprinkled on a little more cheese, stuck it in my air fryer toaster oven on bake, and cooked it at 350 degrees for 25 minutes. And it was delicious. So there, now everyone has a recipe. But I used my Instant Pot to cook the chicken, and then I used my air fryer to bake the casserole. So I but truly gee, this think... This is Peggy. Huh? I, I got a quick question. When you, when you cook the chicken in the, uh, in the uh, Instant Pot, you put the water in the bottom, and then you put the trivet and put the chicken on the trivet? Is that it's what up you do? to you. You can either use the trivet or not. Some people think that it doesn't get as dried out if you don't use the trivet but you know it's really interesting because some things like chicken you'll hear smaller amounts of cooking time and larger amounts of cooking time and but this seemed to work the 15 minutes this was from frozen 15 minutes at high pressure and then 10 minute pressure release and it was nice and tender yeah okay Uh uh-huh Oh, I thought you had something else. Okay, are there any more questions? Have I spurred you on to ask something else? Are we all still here? Yeah, we are. Okay, good. They say you're not supposed to have silent airtime on the radio. Oh, well. Can you explain what you mean by pressure release? I've never seen one of these devices. Okay. Uh, If you've never seen one, it'll be interesting when you do. So let me tell you a little story about when I first saw one. The Instant Pot was all the rage, and I was out with some friends. This was, This was September of 2018, and we went to Costco. My husband and I don't have a Costco car, but our friends did, and they said, let's go to Costco. And the lady of the couple that we were with said, oh, there's an Instant Pot, and it's on sale. Well, I'd heard about the Instant Pot, so we, we are, we're bad. We influence each other to buy things that we probably don't need or that we think we need, but who knows. Um, so, of course, I bought my Instant Pot, brought it home, took it out of the box, put my hands on it, and I thought, 
oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? And this was before I knew much of anything about an Instant Pot. I'm glad I got a model that worked instead of one of the models that wouldn't be as accessible. But then I couldn't have told you which ones were and which ones weren't. I just bought it because it was on sale at Costco and hey, Instant Pot was the rage. So I took it out and there's this big round base and, you know, then it had the pot or the liner that goes in it. And on the front, it had like 18 or 19 buttons and, and they're all bubble-like, so you can feel them easily. They're, they're not hard to feel. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do with all? I'm just overwhelmed. So it, it was out of the box. But then I didn't touch it, probably for a month and a half or two months. And a friend told me about a podcast where a couple of people were demonstrating their Instant Pots. And these were people who were blind. So I listened to the podcast. She sent me the link. And I thought, hmm, well, I, I might be able to do that. And then for some reason in December of that year, and you know, usually around Christmas, unless we have COVID, we're all really, really busy. Um, so in spite of that, I thought, you know, I really need to learn about Instant Pots. And I love um, YouTube on the iPhone because it's so easy. So I got my iPhone and went to YouTube and in my search, I put instant pot recipes and guys, for those of you who don't know, there are some wonderful, wonderful, get ready to take notes again. You newbies, wonderful people on YouTube who do instant pot videos and do a fabulous job. You would think, that they were doing them for us because they tell you what they're doing as they're doing it. If they're doing a recipe, they, they don't just say, well, no, some of them do, but the ones that are good won't just say, now I'm putting in some flour and now I'm putting in this and I'll have the recipe at the bottom of the page. They don't do that. They say, now I'm putting in a half a cup of ketchup mm and one-fourth cup of mustard, and blah, blah, blah. So they're very descriptive, so you know exactly what they are doing. And I, I really probably should send an email to all of them and tell them what a fabulous job they do. So I know you want to know which ones are good, those of you who are new. So here we go. Very good and very easy, six sisters stuff. It's the num. It's the word six. If you're writing it out for some reason, but I always just talk to my YouTube. I just you know tell her what I want. But six sisters stuff, easy, simple, regular meals, meals that you can put in the freezer. Lots of tips, lots of info for newbies. Wonderful. Another one, and this guy is very. Oh, he's Mr. Personality. Very vivacious. I'll bet Peggy knows who I'm about to say. Very vivacious, very knowledgeable. Um, sometimes his recipes use a few more ingredients, but, you know, I'd love to have dinner at his house sometime. A, so I can taste his wonderful food, and B, so I can meet his partner and pet the dog. But anyway, it's called Pressure Luck. That's P-R-E-S-S-U-R-E, Luck, like the TV show. Oh, well, no, it's not like the TV 
No, that was press your luck. Anyway, pressure lock cooking. And the guy who does it is named Jeffrey Eisner. Also, if you have Bookshare and you have a Victor or some way to read books that are on Bookshare, he has a book now that's called the Step-by-Step Instant Pot Cookbook. So you can get those too. Um, And I don't know if you have Kindle, that one may be... um, text-to-speech enabled. I'm not sure. I haven't checked. Another person who's really good is Simply Happy Foodie, and her name is Sandy Clifton, and she also has a book. I can't remember if hers is um, text-to-speech enabled or not, but it's, it's on Kindle. I should have had my little list of books in front of me here, but I don't. Um, Also, there's 365 Days of Instant Pot, and the person that does that is Karen Peterson. She has a couple of books out, but the only one that I've seen so far on Bookshare is the one by Jeffrey. The others, some of them have them on Kindle, and some are text-to-speech enabled, and some are not. So be sure to check. I bought one the other day and then discovered it was not text-to-speech enabled. So I had to call the Amazon disability line and say, oh, please take this off my account and refund me, and they did. So, But lots of good stuff out there for those of you who are just learning to use the Instant Pot. Wonderful stuff. Any questions, comments? You, you didn't actually answer his question about what the pressure release looked like. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, see, I get carried away. Thank you, Linda. I'm so glad you told me that. See, I know Linda, too, because she's kind of a regular. Um, okay, so, yeah, I'm, I, that's true. I told the story about taking mine out of the box. So not only were there those buttons on front, but on top there was a handle, which is nice. But then there was this thing that kind of looked like a circle with a tail on it and it could move and that is actually what's called the pressure release valve on the duo if it's pushed toward the back of the pot that means that it's in sealing mode which is what you want if you're going to pressure cook if it's toward the front it's in venting mode which means If there's pressure, it will release the pressure. If there's not pressure, that reminds me of the other thing I was going to talk about. Okay, if if there's not pressure, as long as it's inventing, it cannot build up pressure because it's constantly releasing any pressure that might try to build. So when you see some of these things, especially the Six Sisters stuff videos, she will say, Put the knob to sealing, not venting. She always reminds you of that. And you may recall that earlier I said the Nova, which is the newest model of the Instant Pot Duo, automatically goes to sealing when you push the pressure cook button. The other thing I was going to tell you earlier that I'd forgotten about is in order to cook and get pressure, you have to have a minimum amount of liquid 
if you're using the three-quart model, you need to have at least three-fourths cup of liquid. And the little plastic cup that used to come with all of them, I think now it may come with some of them, anyway, is a three-fourth cup measure. For the six-quart, in order to get enough steam to, you know, enough to build pressure, you need to have one cup of liquid. And for the eight quart, I've heard one and a half cups and I've heard two cups. So I'm not sure which one is accurate. And I have no idea how much you need for the 10 quart, but it would probably be at least two cups in order for it to have enough liquid to build pressure. That was the other thing I was going to talk about. Can I go ahead and finish describing your top? Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So along with the handle and that little lever that you can move back and forth to release your pressure, you're going to find a a larger round thing that just kind of wiggles around. And that, um, if you you ever saw an old pressure cooker, that's kind of like the thing that used to put on, kind of like the weight. Next to that, sunk down in the lid, there's a little round button. And when you're at full pressure, that little round button will pop all the way up to the top, and um, and it gets hot. So you don't want to mess with it. No. But when you're in full release, that little round button will be down to the bottom, and there should not be any more steam coming out of it when you're in full release. And so, um, those are your that that's that's the that's the rest of the description of the lid. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. And see, but see now I know that Linda came in late because she didn't hear me talk about the little metal thing that drops down when the pressure is released earlier. I just had to Oh, now I'm embarrassed. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. sorry, Linda. No. Anyway, I had mentioned that because I was telling someone um answering a question that when the pressure is fully released, you'll hear that little metal piece drop down it'll actually make a metallic sound if you're close enough to hear it so but that's okay I'm, I'm glad to have you Linda as always you know I love you right okay so that's in a nutshell what the instant pot looks like the duo has a handle on either side and those handles on either side of the base have a slit in the middle, a a rectangular slit. And your lid has a rectangular piece on either side so that when you take the lid off of your Instant Pot, you can actually set the lid in one of the handles of the pot if you want instead of having to move over somewhere else and put the lid way far away. Just remember, don't try to put the lid down without lifting it out of the slit in the handle or else you could break it. But anyway, also for those newbies, um, you want to always make sure your liner or the thing that looks like a deep pot is in the base. You don't want to add anything to the base without the liner. And y'all may be like me, and you're thinking, oh, well, who would do that? I didn't do that once. I did it twice to my three-quart and my six-quart. And um, while I wouldn't necessarily recommend this, I used both of them after that, but I eventually threw the three-quart away. So are we all tired of my three-quart story of how I kind of killed it, or do y'all want me to tell that story? I don't think we need to hear no more about you killing devices. 
okay, well, okay, yeah, that's right. So, okay. Anyway, so, but I, I, I did, I killed it. And so I had to get me another one. Oh, so sad. But you know, that I wasn't going to live without it. I had to have another three quarts. So I got one. Okay, let's see. We have, according to my watch, about seven more minutes. So we're open for any questions or comments, or if somebody has a tip or recipe that you want to share, go for it. Jeannie? Yes. This is Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Welcome. Thanks. Um, Now, there's just my husband and me. So Uh which model of the duo would be the best one for two people? If you don't entertain much and have lots of other people over, I would recommend the three-quart if you're only going to get one. If you want to get two, I'd recommend the three-quart and the six-quart. But I have both, but I use my three-quart as much as I can. And as I had mentioned earlier, it's plenty to serve my husband and me two meals. So that that would be my recommendation. And in keeping with that, uh, there is a book that I love specifically for the three-quart. Sometimes they call it the three-quart mini or your Instant Pot mini. And it's called Cooking with Your Instant Pot Mini by Heather Schluter. I think that's S-C-H-L-U-E-T-E-R. And it is um, text-to-speech enabled. I did get it on Kindle and then was able to read it with Lady A. Of course, you, you don't have as much flexibility when you're doing it that way. It's, it's not like, you know, having it on Victor or something like that. But I was able to read it. And I did put all those recipes on an SD card so I can refer to them as well. But of the Is that three- also on Bookshare? No, it's not. No. Okay. Now, the only one that I've seen on Bookshare is the one by Jeffrey Eisner. There are other Instant Pot books on Bookshare, but not by the people who do the YouTubes. And Heather Schluter, if you want to see her, her YouTube channel is The Spicy Apron. And she has a few recipes up there, too, but not as many as the ones that I mentioned earlier. This is Chanel, your host, and I say tell your three-quart story (laughs) if no one else has questions. Okay, so Chanel wants to hear how I killed my three-quart. Well, and and this is good, though, because one of the great things that you can do in an Instant Pot is make mashed potatoes. Ooh. Exactly. To me, potatoes are a food group. So, anyway, you... What I like, if you want them to cook fast, you're going to cut them up, but you don't have to peel them unless you really don't like the skins. Um, but I don't mind the skins, and they get very tender in the Instant Pot, so it's no big deal. So if I'm using my three-quart Instant Pot, which is what I generally do, I put three-fourths cup of water in the pot because, remember, that's the minimum amount that I need to reach pressure. I wash off my potatoes really well. I put maybe a tablespoon of butter in there for good measure. This is for cooking them. I'll add more later. And then I cut up my potatoes, you know, into little chunks and put them in there. And I set it for high pressure, five minutes. 
And when they're done, I quick release. And then when you look inside your base, when you get an instant pot, you'll see that in the middle it has a little round disc that can move up and down. It is recommended if you're going to mash potatoes that you remove the liner from the base because there is concern that if you're mashing the potatoes in the instant pot, it could possibly do damage to that disc that moves up and down. It's, it's right in the middle. So I removed my liner from my um, base and I set it over to the right and then I went and grabbed a stick of butter because I probably had six or seven potatoes in there and so if I have that many potatoes I'm going to use a stick of butter I'm a southern cook what can I say and I'm cutting the butter into little pieces and throwing it in and and then I start mashing my potatoes you know after I threw away the butter wrapper and and I'm going why are these not you know, doing better, and and I put in some milk, and then I kept putting in a little more milk, and and also some say that it's good to cook potatoes with some of the potato water, so when you just put three-fourths of a cup of water in your little instant pot and six or seven potatoes, you don't even need to drain them. You can use the water and then add milk as needed, and it, it just wasn't working well. I kept adding milk. Finally, I got them where I wanted them, but then later, when I was doing cleanup, I was over by my base, and there was this big mess. I wasn't even thinking, and I was so excited. This was the first time, I think, that I had made mashed potatoes in the three-quart Instant Pot. Instead of dropping the butter in the liner where the potatoes were, I was dropping it into the hot Instant Pot base. And of course it was melting and going right through. And probably against Instant Pot's advice, I continued using it, but it never, even though we wiped out everything, it never got to the point where it wasn't greasy on the bottom. And so finally I did just throw it away and got myself a new Instant Pot in the three-quart. And I sure did a lot of talking. And guys, it's time to say goodbye. Please join my group. Ask all your questions. Come back in two weeks for this broadcast if you want to. And I thank everyone for coming. Thank you to Doug as our streamer, and to Chanel as our host.